0: Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Third down. Six dropping Hertz. Dropping Hertz. Hertz is in press, trouble. In trouble in his own end zone. He's going to be sacked for a safety. Anthony Nelson did not give up. And racked up Jalen Hurts for a
1: safety. Oh, boy. The Eagles bite it on the road against Tampa Bay. Hey, welcome to the show, Maggie Gray. Andrew Perloff. That was actually, of all the highlights (laughs) to play, that one was the least of your problems.
2: Uh, Don't worry, Jalen Hurts. Someone's (laughs) going to get open soon. Keep scrambling around back there.
1: (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Well, Perloff, you'd been predicting it for quite some time, and the Eagles delivered on what you've been saying, which is they are woefully... uh, well just woeful on defense yeah. could not tackle they get blown out 32 to 9 so congrats to the tampa bay buccaneers i don't want to seem like i'm not doing to the victor goes the spoils mm-hmm. it felt like if philadelphia got off the flight and said one two three cancun they did not oh, want any God. part of this game
2: they couldn't even wait till three to book their tickets on cancun <laughs> they didn't want any part of the last quarter of the season yeah it, it was unbelievable i was thinking how you feeling I feel fine. Here's the analogy, and I don't know if this is proper or if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but it felt like the Eagles were brain dead about four weeks ago and they finally just pulled the plug last night.
1: Oh, no. Is that
2: wrong? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's not wrong. You've been on life support for yeah. a couple weeks. No, there's, there's been one-in-five finished.
2: There's been no life, and that's why I think – you know, I've been... Have I been mildly defending Nick Sirianni? You You've think that's fair to say? measured. Saying? Measured. Three straight playoff runs, 11 wins this year, Super Bowl last year. It's unusual to fire a guy after a Super Bowl this quickly. Obviously, the absence of Shane Steichen, uh, what it did to the offense, and the new defensive coordinator putting Matt Patricia... I'm with everybody else. I I joined the mob last night, Maggie. I brought out my pitchfork and said, <laughs> let's get Sirianni out of here. I'm ready for him to move on because wow. you you nailed it. One, two, three, Cancun. Troy Aikman said it from the get-go. The body language is not good here. You just can't have a team give up. And that's what happened defensively this year. Then the offense followed suit. I think they saw the defense give up and were like, well, we're not going to go out there and get hurt. So it was just a complete, utter team failure and Obviously, the head coach takes a responsibility.
1: Listen, Nick Sirianni is the most obvious person who's going to lose their job here. It's almost like coming in after the Cowboys <laughs> lost, and it's like, well, goodbye, Mike McCarthy. You know, people are comparing you to a pat of butter. Like this is just getting really dire and desperate. That to me, though, if I'm Philadelphia, that's just the tip of the iceberg. Like you can fire Sirianni, it it shows that if you have to fire a guy a year after he led you to a Super Bowl and you were three points away from beating Patrick Mahomes. You got to look internally about how did that go from such a good-looking hire to a bad-looking hire. Was it ever a good hire? Was it just his coordinators who were propping Mm. him up? All of that stuff. But don't you have to go to Jalen Hurts on this? I know he was dealing with a thumb injury, and they were in terrible field position all night. He didn't have A.J. Brown. Excuse, excuse, excuse. But he's also being talked about as one of the top, what, seven quarterbacks in the league maybe he's talked about as the guy who is a culture setter and a tone setter. And I thought he was terrible last night and he was lifeless last night. I mean, head coach is one thing, Perloff, but you got to go a step further here. That is wildly disappointing for Jalen Hurts.
2: Here's where I veer off from the crowd. People have been underestimating Jalen Hurts since he was 18 years old, since he was a five-star and barely even made the cut. (laughs) He is not – people do not understand – Jalen Hurts. I I think that everyone sees him be so stoic on the sideline and thinks he's not fiery. I still like Jalen Hurts. Believe me, uh, I'm on many Eagles text threads, and they all want to get rid of Hurts, too. But that's Philadelphia. You just get rid of the quarterback. So last night, also, there was a Dallas Goddard blow up on the sideline, which is not a good sign. He was sort of complaining to Hurts. And there's all these stories on ESPN about internal strife. Honestly, Hurts is injured. He has, a, he has a serious knee injury. They said it on the broadcast last night. He's going to get surgery this week. Yeah. I guarantee it. He just won't talk about it. And I like this stoic style. I like that he doesn't show any emotion because I think he could be a bulwark of a championship team, obviously. So I'm not giving up on Hurts. Listen, this is a town that gives up on the quarterback. When right. I was a kid, they would boo Randall Cunningham, and they yeah. gave up on him. And then he went to Minnesota and was a pro bowler. I, I will not give up on Hurts. I understand last night didn't look good. I think you can fix this team really quickly with Jalen Hurts, a quarterback. And he's not, he wasn't that bad last night. Did you think he played that poorly?
1: They were all bad. But I think that when a team is th- in this much disarray in terms of the sniping, the yeah. internal yep. strife. When you have good veterans on this team, like you saw Fletcher Cox try to start a little something, you know, to get the guys going on right. defense. Like you have Kelsey, you have you do have guys who have been here before, and Jalen Hurts should be a culture guy. I think he, you know, got a lot of credit Alabama, how he took the benching to Tua yep. and then went on to Oklahoma and you know, can and, and took out Carson Wentz and was the anti Carson in Philadelphia and got so much credit for that. And then where was it last night? Where was anything? I'm not expecting wow. him to go rah-rah and get in guys' faces, but here's what here's what makes me nervous about Jalen Hurts. You can be that stoic guy, yes. but and, and that's fine, but then I don't want to read things like this on ESPN, oh, this which is Jalen Hurts' desired direction for the offense has not materialized, which has been a source of disappointment for the franchise quarterback, according to a source with direct knowledge of, of Hurts' thinking.
2: Yeah, like I mean, don't wait, do ooh, the
1: backdoor stuff here. If you're not happy, or if you want to be stoic about it, fine. But then to do this backdoor stuff, where you're really going to throw your weight around as the franchise quarterback by sniping with unnamed sources to ESPN before a playoff game. That deserves criticism. Get out
2: of here. Have you watched the Eagles? Anybody disagree with him that that offense is not going in the right direction? Then
1: say it to their faces. Then take it to whoever and say, I don't like this. I don't like the direction. Don't don't backdoor channel this ESPN uh, Whatever.
2: The, the dude had a broken finger, and he has a meniscus tear or something going on in his knee. He was 25 for 35, 251 touchdown last night. He, and there, you, anytime you put the camera behind him, there's never an open guy thrown, dude. There was no AJ well, Brown yesterday. That's fine. so That's honestly, all
1: football stuff. i am tell adds you, Hurts, but Hurts is an
2: effective quarterback. He could be really good.
1: Okay. Then you should, then he's, and he's going to have a lot of power because you paid him. And that's totally fine. I actually think that's okay for quarterbacks to have power, but ask yourself, does something like that, this guy, this report where he's unhappy with the offense, like no kidding, but he's unhappy with the offense. Does that add to the divisiveness? And to, and to the drama in the locker room? Or does that try to diffuse it? Oh, he's to it.
2: Honestly, Matt Patricia is a coach here. You understand <laughs> that. And <laughs> the other, uh, Brian Johnson is, in my opinion, done a terrible job in part because he's too close to Hurts. Mm. Yeah, they they need to start over offensively. But number one, they need to start over defensively. I I will take Hurts. I, I think that that yeah. is a strength yeah. of this team. So to kill him, honestly, you got to bring in... Everyone wants to bring in Belichick. I would bring in Vrabel. I I want that grit that we did not see last year. I want this team. Maybe they're not going to be great with Mike Vrabel because they have a lot. They're going to have some talent deficiencies. A lot of guys are getting older. But I want that team to fix that body language. Can you ever see a Mike Vrabel team? coming out dejected like they did last night on defense, I would never see it. So I think Hurts is fine. Although, I gotta tell you, you bring up an interesting point. There's so many friends of mine who are Eagles fans who think Hurts is the is number one problem, even more than Sirianni. But they hated Hurts two years ago. And I said Hurts is still very good. Yeah. And then it, then they grudgingly took him as the quarterback last year to the Super Bowl. And and then they were so quick to jump off this bandwagon. Well, because there's something about Jalen Hurts that people just do not connect to.
1: Um, I see, I don't think it's that. I think people want to connect with Hurts. I think mm. he's, he's been been in our lives for a long time with college. He's played in all these high-profile games. Like, I, I don't think it's a, there's a natural inclination to not like Jalen Hurts. I don't think that at all. And I've liked him. I just don't like this stuff, where oh. you already have a season that's off the rails. Everyone knows that the reckoning is coming here. It's Philadelphia, for goodness sakes. Like, they're going to – changes are going to happen. You're not just going to sit idly by. And then you're going to have, like, the – anonymous sources say, I'm not happy with the offense. Like, come on, man, that, that it doesn't make it any better. That's some kind of stuff you expect from wide receivers, not from quarterbacks and not for quarterbacks that we hold in such high esteem as Jalen hurts. I mean, last night, Baker Mayfield got that treatment from the broadcast. Like no one's ever played quarterback before until Baker Mayfield showed everybody how to be a leader, but you know, great Baker resurrected his career. All that stuff was being said about hurts last year. And I just think you add to the drama, and he's adding to it. And as far as where they go now, the thing about Vrabel, you can bring in Vrabel. He gets his team ready to play. What are you going to do about the offense, though? Because you well, are going to be losing key pieces, especially I'm imagining Kelsey's got to retire at this
2: point. Um, I wouldn't. I mean, he's a center. Obviously, he was supposed to retire last year. How hard is it to play center? I don't know that he definitely retires. Regardless, so Lane Johnson will be back. Hurts couldn't run this year. Uh, they mentioned last night the RPOs were not effective. Yeah. That was, that's what Troy Aikman said was the biggest difference. I think the biggest difference was that Jalen Hurts lost his wheels altogether. He's yep. not that old.
1: Well, you mentioned the knee injury. but So I think thing. if
2: he gets healthy, if he can run like he did last year, that was what was missing from the offense this year. Uh, even last night, the guy guy makes a lot of plays. Even last night, there were throws he made. I'm like, whoa, no one knew Jalen Hurts was going to come into the NFL and make throws like that. And that was with no receivers. So, so I, I thought there were plays last night where like there are very few quarterbacks who could make that play. And he never gets sacked because he's always escaping out of the back of the, back of the pocket, which is a criticism that he doesn't sell there. But he helps the offensive line. You, there are very few Jalen Hurts
1: sacks. There are two things I thought. First of all, Hurts was injured, obviously, with the knee. And he's out there playing and gutting through it. So good for him. He gets hurt all the time. He was hurt last year, and, had to, and it was only lucky that the Eagles were so far in front of everyone else in the division that they could afford to rest him down the stretch. He's hurt again this year in dealing with it. Is that something chronic you're going to be dealing with, especially considering the offensive line? They're not scrubs up there, like, and he does escape sacks. The other part of this, and the Eagles just either have to get used to this or something, but I thought that most demoralizing moment for the Eagles in a 32-9 to loss where they basically no-showed a playoff game was when they failed on the tush-push. So they kick the extra point after they score a touchdown. Finally, we're like, all right, it's going to be a game here in the first half. They get a penalty on the point after, and it moves you up to the one-yard line. It's like, well, here you go. This is Philadelphia's bread and butter and the Bucks actually stopped them on the tush push, and I think it just kind of stunned everybody. And you were about to get some momentum, maybe, and then it all went away.
2: I mean, a blind man could have seen that face mask. That was bizarre yeah, that, was that they didn't they call, call that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you, if you're watching the ball, Jalen Hurts' head does a 180. <laughs> I, I have no idea what happened on that play. Uh, they definitely missed a penalty. Even the broadcasters. I mean, listen, a major broadcaster. The call has to be so bad for them to call it out yeah. on public te- uh, on television, and that was an obvious miss. I agree with you, but listen, they the the defense was just dying to let someone run through them at the back. Darius Slay and uh, and the safeties were making is a. "Quote unquote business decisions left and right. Well, they he got just carted had no off way. the
1: field, so the well, businesses should slay later on in the game.
2: But the long touchdown that that guy on Tampa Bay, who I barely heard of, when Boy. he ran, yeah, when he when he ran, slay missed a tackle. Then Kevin Byer, the old safety that they got from Tennessee, just was like, oh, laid him. They just completely uh, gave up on the game. Uh, and slay, I when slay got hurt, he was going off of the car. They're like, it's eleven years in. I didn't realize he was that old too. This whole team is." ancient so there's gonna have to start over but I started what what happened to Jalen Hurts you understand he had one of the great Super Bowls uh, against Kansas City last year that was 12 months ago people are acting like that guy is completely gone
1: I'm not acting like he's gone
2: I I am excited about Jalen Hurts my problem is the defense if the defense is good and Jalen Hurts gets healthy I'm back on the Eagles bandwagon next year
1: listen you're right the defense was terrible they were uninspired they couldn't tackle they're why you lost but here's what I'll say about Hurts. I'm a Hurts fan, but I ask you, like, did he contribute? Was was he continuing to contribute in a positive way to making sure this team was galvanized on the same page and together? And that's something that you is a given from your quarterback, especially a guy who just got $200 million in the offseason. And he was like that before the money. So I don't think that, you know, this is, this is not unnatural for him. Guys do want to follow him, and he is a leader, and – I don't think you were watching any of that stuff because, yes, the coordinators were lost. This is what happens when you make the Super Bowl. You lose coordinators. You lose talented people because people come, other, other teams poach your coaching staff. And the fact that you were uh, uh, lost a, a bit on offense, definitely on defense, lost a little bit on offense, and it felt like Jalen Hurts wasn't there to make up that lack of leadership where that's his bread and butter, I thought.
2: There's nothing Jalen Hurts could have done. I mean, first of all, a lot of that goes on the coach as well. But you're getting into sort of gray areas. Like, I understand there was an ESPN hit piece. But even (laughs) that, you have to understand understand the level of, of knowledge of what happens in the locker room is never going to be close to 100%. I think to assume that Jalen Hurts was not the leader... I it feels like Seth Wickersham's stuff to me. Like, I don't know. I, I'm not ready to buy all okay. that. What really happens in the locker room, we never, never really know.
1: This isn't what happens in the locker room. This is somebody went to a reporter, either Jalen himself or his agent or someone in his camp. Basically said he didn't like the direction of the offense, right? And he wants change, and it's basically makes it seem like you he was disappointed.
2: Bill in South Philadelphia could have told you they didn't like the direction of the offense. <laughs> They're terrible. It's Who would like that? If he liked the direction the of the offense, they would have had to put him into a mental <laughs> institute. There's nothing about the direction of this offense that anybody liked. That is, that's barely even quote worthy. No duh, you don't like the direction of the offense. You mean the fact that you still refuse to run after all these years with Xyriani? The fact everyone, my, we actually had hope. We, meaning all my we're yeah. like, oh, well, Jalen Hurts' finger is hurt. That means they're going to have to hand the ball off. Yeah. And they start handing the ball off. Doesn't work after three plays. And then they go for nine straight pass plays. They, had, they just don't know what to do on offense at all. And Hurts is right. The so, direction is awful.
1: So if you bring in, as you want, Mike Vrabel, because Nick Sirianni yes. is going to be this bizarre footnote well, in Philadelphia sports history. i got to be honest. It kind of makes your organization look bad if you are firing Sirianni a year after a Super Bowl run. That, that's what bad organizations – well, bad organizations don't even make the Super Bowl, but
2: – There's nothing bad about the Eagles organization. They've been a really consistent they've winner.
1: Been a, they've been a model franchise But in some ways. But if you are really firing your head coach a year after you make the Super Bowl, don't you have to look in the mirror and be like, what – a what how? You're mentioning Jalen Hurts as, you know, 12 months ago, he's leading the team to the Super Bowl. I mean, 12 months ago, Sirianni was a genius. 12 months ago, Sirianni well, was...
2: Well, no it's a Sirianni was a genius. He's always a motivator. Shane Steichen was a genius. Uh, that was the... Bi- we talked about it a lot on the show. When they got Sirianni off play calling and put Steichen in, the entire yeah. ship took off like a rocket ship. Now, uh, Sirianni doesn't really do anything. It doesn't... Play, uh, call plays. I think that's why they're going to get rid of him. It's not like okay, he. but there's a
1: lot of head coaches that don't call plays. They yeah, don't get but fired. John vulnerable. Harbaugh doesn't get fired the year after they make a Super Bowl. He doesn't call plays. Yeah,
2: but John Harbaugh had consistent excellence for years. I don't think. You <laughs> seri- just made the
1: playoffs. You won 11 games. You yeah. started 10 1.
2: I mean, you, come on. You, you saw that team did They lost to the Cardinals and the Giants.
1: It's stunning. No, it's not last really that night stunning. was stunning because you had yeah. a chance to reset for the playoffs. You, there was you nothing stunning it about it. It was you so st- predictable. Okay, I mean, you, you, I, I know you weren't expecting a lot from this team to begin with, but it was stunning because you did not think that the Philadelphia Eagles were going to completely lay down.
2: How could you not think that? <laughs> Who didn't think that?
1: It's the playoffs, man. Like they, you mean, have to have a little pride.
2: They, eat, they just do not – the roster, the back four is so bad. They cannot tackle. Once you see a team giving up on tackling halfway through the year, you know they're going to be bad. By the way, uh, another team that gave up on tackling, another Pennsylvania team, looked like the Steelers didn't really want to tackle at the end of that game yesterday either. You know, so to me, that's that's my litmus test for a team. When they do not put effort into tackling, that's when the wheels have completely fallen off.
1: I will give you – I'll give you that. We will get into the Steelers – Losers to the Bills and the crazy moment post game with coach Mike Tomlin. What was the question that set him off? Like, off. Goodbye. We'll get to that in a minute. 855 4 CBS. You're also welcome to weigh in on the Eagles. Obviously, very raw right now.
2: No. Seriously? <laughs> it's so not raw. It's the most unraw thing. And Honestly, raw, like, uh, like, Kicking a body that's been dead for five weeks. There's yeah. nothing raw. There's no smell. They're, they've already been eaten in part by the vultures.
1: Nope. This is. It's not. A, you can try to say, "Oh, we knew this was coming. We knew this is coming." And I. And you did say that. But it's raw because everything you may have thought before now gets thrown into a blender. You're going to be looking for a head coach now. Are you going to find the right person? You need a new offensive coordinator. Are you going to find the right person? Is Jalen Hurts going to like this person? Is he going to jive with this person? What's going on with A.J. Brown scrubbing the social media then said it wasn't about, you know, the Eagles. Like, all right, sure. You have all, and you're going to lose veterans in that locker room. There's a lot in flux here with the Eagles. It's not just about what happened on the field yesterday.
2: Well, what... I don't think it's raw in the sense that it was much like weekend at Bernie's. This whole team was propping up a dead man and trying to pretend he was alive going into last night. Sirianni?
1: <laughs> who's, no, who's the entire team was burning
2: <laughs> when it was 16 to nine. And that whole mess happened with the extra point. Uh, there was a lot of hope because Tampa Bay, uh, a, they were dropping everything. Baker was throwing dimes and they, they couldn't catch the ball. And then they were settling for field goals. I admit there was a moment of hope there, but there, How many just,
1: bucks drops kept you in the game? I know.
2: And thank you, Bucks receivers. And Mike Evans, what happened there? Why did he decide? Um, I'm not really going to try today. <laughs> Mike Evans is so hot and cold. He must be the most frustrating player to root for ever. But listen, by the way, Baker Mayfield totally sad. Like, what happened there? Why is that guy all of a sudden good?
1: And meanwhile, he's playing hurt. He said Jalen Hurts <laughs> yeah. is is playing with injuries. Yeah. I mean, Baker's got like two ribs left. Maybe. And he's like throwing I, explosive plays all over the field.
2: I think that might be a function of the Eagles having given up. So honestly, I let's just like land here. I'm pro Hertz, anti Sirianni. and yeah. where do you stand?
1: I think you got problems that you don't want to admit you have. Like, like you what? have you have deeper problems that you don't want to admit you have. I think you might have a locker room problem, number one, and yeah. I'm curious to see how Hertz handles it in the future. And I think you have to do a whole makeover on your coaching staff.
2: Well, and, definitely,
1: and you just did that, like because you fired Doug Peterson. They after didn't want he, to do that <laughs> after he made a Super Bowl and gave up on him. And then you go to Sirianni, and now you're going to give up on him. And that's generally what bad franchises do.
2: Well, they didn't want to do this makeover. They wanted, to, if they kept Steichen, Gannon, and Sirianni as a team, everything would be fine. And I think great coaches can afford to lose coordinators. Sirianni's not a great no, coach; He could not afford this blow. I think he coaches again in the NFL. He's a young man. He's certainly got some skills. So I'm not as worried. I'm actually much more hopeful than you are.
1: Uh, You can watch us in the chat. YouTube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Where Bernie says that once Philly Perloff is upset, it's a wrap for the coaches and the players. Once you've lost Perloff, (laughs) it's over. Yeah, I'm,
2: I'm generally a stability guy. I don't like firing coaches. And... I have not been Except on for the, this one. <laughs> I don't actually, I'm not going to take no joy in firing Nick Sirianni. And I actually think there's a small chance he'll take him back for the reason you bring up. They're not they're not a bad franchise. I mean, they they've had Too much Andy talent Reed.
1: on the open market for coaches. To yeah, not it's a, a bad
2: change. year. I mean, they had Andy Reid for almost two decades. Yeah, they good. had Doug Peterson had a lot of going on there. And Chip Kelly, they only gave two years. So this falls into the Chip Kelly category. It's not working.
1: 855 cbs 855 Okay, you're welcome to weigh in on the Eagles' disappointment. You are also, well, and whose fault, you know, Sirianni? Are you putting any of the blame with Jalen Hurts here? I am. He can't be totally blameless in this. 855-212-4227. We will get you Mike Tomlin. What made him walk off the podium last night after the Steelers win? Did not like a certain question from one reporter. So we'll get that to you in just moments. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio.
3: Here's the snap,
2: looking left, and now in the end zone, complete to Dawson Knox for the
3: touchdown. Oh, he was wide open. He split the two defensive backs, and Allen hit him for the opening drive TD.
2: Ah, a tale of two hosts today. (laughs) Welcome to Maggie and Perloff. One of Victor, uh, as you hear on Bill's radio right there, the Buffalo Bills, Gashed the Steelers early and kind of held on in some weird way. My Eagles are out. Maggie, uh, are you floating on air? Uh,
1: Yeah, I actually. I mean, listen, so many injuries to the defense. I thought they were going to start just pulling fat guys out from the stands and putting jerseys on them to try and stop the, the Steelers at the end, but they held on. I mean, the Steelers were overmatched in this game, and we can talk about what went on on the field. Um, with Mason Rudolph and with the defense, and we can talk about all that. The most important takeaway from a Pittsburgh Steelers perspective from that game is not anything that happened on the field. It's what happened post-game. And here is Mike Tomlin. So he goes through the press conference, and he's answering questions about the team and about the loss to the Bills. This was the final question, and you'll see he just walks away.
3: Anyone Mike,
1: you have a year left on your contract. <laughs> Mike, you have a year left on your contract and he just took his playbook and walked out the door.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think he's saying I want to talk about the game. Listen, this isn't about my contract. This is about the team and all, everything we did this season. I get it. What, what do you read into this?
1: I didn't like it. Uh, two things. Number one, it's a. You've been at this for so long, if you're Mike Tomlin. You're a head coach that you've had to dodge every kind of question in the book. Unless you really are trying to send a message here, I don't know why this wouldn't fall under that same umbrella and that same you know, playbook, so to speak, that you've been using for almost two decades. You just deflect it. Hey, not the time right now. Time and place for that. We'll get to all that. I don't care. Who knows? Mike Tomlin's the, the king of uh, inventive quotes to just walk away that's a message sent
2: yeah message that this is not working uh i don't what's the difference they lost the game what what do you care if you're a steelers fan if mike tomlin doesn't talk to the press well okay i, I mean this is honestly you should be upset by what happened this season with the steelers i want to see mike tomlin angry because they had a great opportunity to be good this year, and they completely blew it. Mike Tomlin blew it. He had Matt and the offensive coordinator, stick around way too long. Yep. And then he went to Trubisky. If they had just gone to Mason Rudolph after Kenny Pickett, they'd probably have a home playoff game.
1: It's possible. You're right. Mike Tomlin, it's a lot of self-inflicted wounds. But here's the thing. like You just made this about yourself because there have been drips and drabs and reports coming out from credible people like Jay Glazer and Adam Schefter that Mike Tomlin's future is up in the air. So say it. Are you upset you don't have a new contract and you're going into the last year maybe he feels disrespected by the Steelers organization? Do you want to take a step back and maybe do TV for a year or just take, you know, maybe a burnout or whatever, totally fine. You know, to just walk off like that and then you leave everyone in the locker room to have to answer for you, yep. which is the exact opposite thing that a coach always tells players not to do. And you left everybody hanging here, so you either have a reason for doing that it's either because you want to leave, you want to be traded, or because you are upset with the organization.
2: What's the difference though? They lost. If you're a Seal fan, what do you care? They, you saw it on the field. All you care about is that you walked away with the L. Yeah. And you had no TJ Watt, by the way. So of course you lost that game. They had no chance at They had no prayer at all. Yeah. They, they're what are they zero and ten without Watt? I
1: one in ten. Yeah.
2: One and ten. So one and eleven now. And you had a backup quarterback. It, it's just been a mess there. Honestly, I want somebody to go in there and shake it up. And I think Tomlin is saying, like, this is unacceptable. The whole situation is unacceptable. And he's just sort of dropping a bomb here. The
1: whole thing's unacceptable. It's you. You're yeah, the I person know. person well, you... presiding over this. If it's unacceptable, <laughs> then look in the mirror. And then to make it see, here's the thing you make it about the X's and O's, great. You should be disappointed. You should talk about all of that. You should say how much you know that this was uh, a missed opportunity because this could be a Super Bowl roster. You just made it about you and your contract and your future. That's where I feel like coaches talk out of both sides of their mouth. It's like don't be a distraction, don't be a distraction. All pull in the same direction, and this was walking off the podium like that is not about team and X's and O's that's about you. And that's a message to somebody. And I have to imagine it's either the Rooney family or I have no idea, but it's a message to someone that probably got received. So
2: I think you're saying there's a question asked to him about his personal contract situation. And he said, we're not doing that. That's about him. That's exactly not about him. He's saying, I only want to talk about my team, not about my, the question was you have one, you have one year, year left, left on, on your contract. contract. He's like, I'm not talking about me and my contract. And also, I Wait, come bro, on. Don't here- you want your coach to be fired up and angry and emotional and depressed and all this stuff after a loss? What do you want him to just sit up there and say like, "Okay, yeah, accept this"? No, no but- he's saying this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is unacceptable in Steeler land.
1: Okay, but I think you're confusing people because he actually didn't say any of that. He he just walked off.
2: He said, "I'm yeah." That's his, his actions action speaks showed- stronger than words. We're not <laughs> talking about me and my contract. This is a team sport. It's not about my contract.
1: I would love to know what the Steelers fans think because he's, again, it's not like this is coming out of total left field But wait, that I there's any questions about his future.
2: All the reports, obviously he has a lot of reporters in his pocket and he let it out there that he considered walking away. Yeah. Uh, the other reports are the Steelers were never fired. Everybody... Reputable said the Steelers are never going to fire Mike Tomlin. What does he need money for? I don't understand. Why is there a contract issue with Mike Tomlin?
1: Well, this is this is why contracts. It's not about the money. He's got enough to live and generational and all that. But it's the message to the locker room when you have guys who are under contract longer than the head coach. Because it's like, you know, who's going to be here longer? Me or you? And that undercuts a head coach and so i get it if 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 indeed and i don't know if i'm reading this right but if indeed this was a message to the front office i get why he might be upset listen don't leave me in limbo with one year left on my contract like if you want me let's get this thing done but
2: the front office also leaked a million times that this is mike tomlin's job as long as he wants it
1: okay but they also from what it seemed like it was ownership who fired matt canada And Tomlin Mm. wanted to not make it look like he was, you know, scapegoating his offensive coordinator, did not want to fire him, did not want to fire, was obstinate about it. And the way that it seemed that day was this was from above Mike Tomlin that ownership said, you got to get your offensive coordinator out of here. (laughs) That's different, man.
2: I'm crediting ownership for that move.
1: (laughs) Well, you and everyone in Steeler Nation, uh, you are welcome to weigh in on this at 855 212 4 cbs 855 212 4227. Andrew Bogish is here.
3: Maggie Perloff, good morning. Headlines are sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. The lights are off in Philly. Jalen Hurts is now snug in his bed. He and the rest of the Eagles can finally get the rest they so desperately needed. <laughs> Humidifiers on as well so the dry heat doesn't disturb their slumber. <laughs> it took them seven long weeks, six losses to get here, but now they can finally relax and close their eyes. Shotgun snap to Mayfield. Sets, throws, right side, catch at midfield. Breaking a tackle is Palmer. Down the right sideline. Fears across the field. He's going to
1: go. He'll go
3: Kevin Kugler on Westwood 1, Trey Palmer running 56 yards through the Eagle defense, much like David Moore did in the first quarter. Palmer's TD removing any doubt last night in Tampa Bay the Bucks cruising to a 32-9 win. They've won 5-6. The Birds close in a 1 and 6 funk. Nick Sirianni's team was once 10 and 1. We'll all have to look ourselves in the mirror and, and accept that and uh, you know, just find find answers, find solutions, uh but obviously you know when you start ten and one, um, you know, and then you and then you get into what, what what happened for us. Obviously, that the expectations were high. The Eagles managed just two hundred seventy-six yards. They were 0 for eleven on third and fourth down, and they let Baker Mayfield throw for three thirty-seven <laughs> and three scores.
2: Was but that I, quote from last night? Yeah, None He's of it a, matters. Nick Seriati sounded quite rational and reasoned there. Where's the – uh? I thought he'd be crying. So tell him Mike <laughs> Tomlin is more fiery than Nick Sirianni?
1: He, remember, Nick Sirianni now made it a concerted effort to not show as much emotion on the sideline.
4: Yeah. Because uh, yeah. he's really authentic. But Easy I, to do that when you're losing. You know you're ass yeah, kick.
1: No screaming true. in the tunnel.
3: Uh,
1: Quick yeah, sad about the Eagles. to the fans. Do
2: you know the <laughs> Eagles have failed to cover the spread in eight straight games? That's not good, right? I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> How about they lost it? The seven Eagles. of
1: them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just straight up lost it. It's in them. more
2: miraculous, too. Vegas always adjusts on this, and they couldn't catch up with how bad the Eagles got.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I said it was a stunning fall from Grace, and you said no. <laughs> it's like even Vegas couldn't
2: catch up with that. Uh, I mean, listen. Listen,
1: yeah, Bogus I, is right. Now you get a lot of rest.
2: Well, Jalen Hurts needs to do something with that knee, and I think rest is the answer. I was actually like, yes, I liked I mean, Bogus, you're trying to get to me. You cannot get to me with anything on the Eagles. There's nothing, there's no raw emotion to make fun of here. This this was over a long, this was over right. six weeks ago.
3: Oh, no, I'm making fun of the fact that you said that they were tired. They were tired. And zapped they by the dry totally, heat of Arizona. Jalen Hurts is Bowl. clearly worn out. Yeah, when they were ten and one, they were fresh as daisies. I mean, listen, the the Chiefs have the same problem; they're exhausted. Yeah, except as well. they're still playing. They won their <laughs> game
2: their day. Yeah, but <laughs> they, they took about it, they but, took about the nine won. months to figure things out. They're they're clearly having a Super Bowl hangover too. It's not easy to play into February. This is a tough sport. Bogus. Yeah, but if but your team ever
4: played into the postseason, you would know what hey, this is like. I have a question for you though. What sport do the Bucks play? They also play football. The Bucks right? have had tons of rest since Tom Brady yeah. Tons of rest. So they got destroyed like, by and they, Dallas they, they, they last year. They probably the, got admitted to the hospital after that game. Did you see him walking around?
2: Yeah. Did you see last year in the playoffs, they gave up about one quarter in against the Cowboys with Tom Brady in his final season. So they had an extra month there.
1: You know, oh, okay. this is when I, at some point, when I hope to make $51 million a year, and then I no-show at the most important game of the season, I hope somebody <laughs> says, you know what, guys? Lighten up on Maggie. She was exhausted. <laughs>
2: Are you talking about Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts did not know show last night. Look at his stat line. They the scored fact he scored nine points. He was a miracle worker. <laughs> they
1: they got shut points. out in three quarters out of four.
2: Players are screaming at him. Like, All right. <laughs> that guy wanted to strangle him. What do you mean? <laughs> I, I mean, was... listen, he made a lot of plays last night. Did he? Yes. Can you make a lot of so plays?
3: otherwise. Right. They should have scored, what, negative six points? How did they? <laughs> you have to understand, there's nobody. Who is he throwing to? Well, he, Devontae
1: it... Smith won the Heisman.
2: Yeah, yeah so. Devontae Smith. That was exactly who he was throwing. Da- was Dallas only Goddard
1: for... did come back, and I mean, is playing through injury. Okay, he yeah. didn't have AJ Brown. A, a trade at the time you called one of the worst you'd ever seen. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: you are upset about that trade. Fly <laughs>
4: Eagles, fly. <I> <laughs>
2: said worst I've ever seen. Right into seen. the side of a mountain. I mean, okay. <laughs> Hurts in that situation last night. He was what? Was Twenty-five for thirty-five, two hundred fifty yards. No picks. Uh, actually, I think one was dropped. But anyway, it's pretty <laughs> yes. good. Took a safety,
3: yes. scored nine points, didn't convert a third down against the Bucks.
1: Literally did not convert do, a third do down. They got do you know, by, by penalty.
2: And you know how much of the Eagles ran the ball to help him out? That, yeah. was their, that was not his two, fault. 2.8 yards a carry. There was, yeah. but, if he's a great, nothing,
4: but if he's a great quarterback, I can't go to,
2: well, we should have ran the ball more. Like, what does that mean? Okay, <laughs> great quarterbacks, if sometimes things crumble around them. It happened to Tom Brady with the Bucks last year. That team stunk. It happened to Patrick Mahomes this year. That team stunk offensively. Let be honest,
1: Perloff. I mean, let's not invoke Brady here. I, I, Brady would never go 0 for 11 on third and fourth down in a playoff game. You know that's the truth.
2: I, he, look at his stats against the Cowboys last year.
1: Okay, they got blown that was his last out the door. Year of his career, I, or 20, look at 2019 us, you're in and he, the Patriots. He's in year 25. <laughs> I'm just
2: saying, you guys are. You're, I, and he
1: was going through a divorce.
2: I'm, you guys are you like everyone. Barry, Jalen hurts <laughs> in your own peril. I'm telling you right now. No, no, we're trying to bury you. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, Jalen hurts.
2: What we like. I, it doesn't sound like you guys like him. No,
1: we do, but I just think that he's not above criticism here. I do like him, and I think yeah. he's talented. I'm, yeah. I think it was smart that the Eagles paid him, but he can't go scot free here. While everyone just keeps it all on Syria. You
4: can't score nine points and be a two hundred million dollar something oh quarterback. You can't. It's a playoff game. Like you can't score nine points on the road. In a game, that's a must-win game if you're a franchise quarterback. Well,
3: you, can, you can do it, but then you need to take the heat, right. not, not right. Get be getting well, a free pass for it. Game or, take the heat. Like, the like heat what
2: do you mean take or... the heat? So,
1: like so he's what? got to share in the blame.
2: Of course he shares in the blame. But and you think he's you. happy?
1: That's what, that's what we're pointing at.
2: The entire team fell apart yesterday. And honestly, at least Hurts and Devontae Smith were trying. I mean, there was at least effort there. And say what you want. He was hurt. He had a broken finger. He was wearing a glove for the first time in his life before the game. This was a bad situation. And he tried his best here. I, I'm pro hurts. I like everything I see. And no, I'm not going to kill him. How can you walk away from that game and say, oh, the problem is the quarterback?
1: No, there were a lot of problems. But the backslide started weeks ago. And I think the quarterback like, clearly was upset and is backdoor sniping to ESPN. Like, that doesn't help anything.
2: One more thing. You guys always say this thing about you got to get more out of a $50 million a year quarterback. You know only one quarterback is going to win the Super Bowl. So that means yeah, basically like, all the other $50 million quarterbacks are failures in your mind. Well, yeah, no. But you got to score more than one touchdown against
3: the Bucks And well, not lose six of your last seven. Right. You this, were favored this, this, in this the is... game.
1: Like, I know we said Vegas couldn't catch up with the Eagles, but it's not like you came in and you were. It wasn't the Steelers who came in as a 10-point underdog, and you can't be shocked that they lost that game. And no, we don't don't criticize all 50 million dollar quarterbacks because you don't. no because if Patrick Mahomes say they lose in the divisional round i don't think anyone's going to be like man that mahomes really isn't living up to the contract it's just not true Okay, if Lamar Jackson, I mean, maybe actually, maybe Lamar will get criticized. I don't know. We'll see how this plays out. But if Josh
2: Allen loses the Chiefs, are you going to criticize him? You
1: guys call him not elite. I have to defend Josh Allen all the time on this show. You, you criticize him before he even what? had a chance to, that to is lose in that the is But That's ridiculous. That you is,
2: think the Bills are going to lose to every single team by three touchdowns? That we're like. Maggie, all of us predict the Bills as a Super Bowl team. You can't tell us that we're down no, no, on Josh Allen. No, no, no. You That's, always say, I have witnesses You here. lost a bet to Stu that, the, that the, you said that uh, the Bills are going to lose to the Raiders. No,
1: I said that they weren't going to cover. <laughs> That's very different. You
2: we're not doing the cover bet anymore, <laughs> no, by the way. No, Just no, no. Oh, EJ, you were not here. Trust that, me. Maggie, that was, that Maggie, that Maggie early show. in the season, thought that, that basically every single team was going to beat the Bills by no. three touchdowns. Okay,
1: but. Guys, this happened a couple weeks ago. I had to defend Josh Allen. You're asking me if he's actually elite because of the turnovers. And you're asking me what actually changed with the offensive coordinator change because he keeps – you asked me that this morning. <laughs> like Josh Allen, you were just pointing out his touchdown interception ratio to me this morning saying that this is bad. He's taken a step back because Perloff refuses to put Josh Allen's rushing touchdowns as part of his like overall stat line.
2: Well, I, to, to the Bills' credit, they don't pass the ball like they used to. They're just not as explosive, right? Okay,
1: so – and I said I have to defend what? him, and you're telling me, no, you're defending Josh Allen against me. That's not how this works.
2: So here are the $50 million quarterbacks. Burrow, yeah. you, you guys uh, – Patrick Mahomes, okay. Justin Herbert, you guys kill him? For- yes. Yes, he's gotten yes, heat, A lot of heat. What do you mean? Okay. Tons of heat. Lamar Jackson, $52 million. He, he gets gonna, a lot of heat. And we'll get a ton of heat if they lose this weekend. He John, got heat
1: before he even got the contract. People said he wasn't. Jalen
2: Hurts, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I mean, come, come on. on, yeah. Is Russell, a different category.
1: Russell Wilson, we, people think he's not going to make the Hall of Fame now.
2: That's my point exactly. That all these fifty million dollar quarterbacks are you give them all heat. So basically, I, I can't kill Jalen Hurts when you're killing all these other fifty million dollar quarterbacks. But not one only of those one quarterback wins the Super Bowl, but not every, one. Of, only one of those quarterbacks you named
4: lost six out of his last seven games. And just lost in the first round of the playoffs of the Buccaneers. Justin
2: Herbert didn't even make
1: the playoffs. Wait, also, wait. Probably, right, you, he got heat. That's my on. point. You cannot say that just because one quarterback wins the Super Bowl every year that we give heat to everyone else. Because your quarterback lost the Super Bowl last year and got $200 million. Right. So that's the literal definition yeah. of you lost the game right. in the Super Bowl and you got this massive contract. Right,
2: that he fully deserved. You're he telling does, me you but, would not have paid Jalen Hurts that money. But
1: again, once you get the money, the expectations on you do change.
2: Right. But I'm not gonna. I'm excited to have Jalen Hurts as my quarterback. That's all I'm saying. Like, yes, it has not looked good these last few weeks. But he was hurt. The the defense fell apart. To put this all in jail, on hurts, which it sounds like people might be doing. No, not necessarily. I think that's uh, overstating Hertz's role in this. And I think Hurts is going to be just fine. But it did sound more like you were almost saying he played pretty well. Like you were going
4: to his numbers. And I'm like, you can't say he played well last night. You, you can't say that.
2: In that circumstance, he did what he could.
1: <laughs> okay. But that's not enough.
2: He didn't miss a single
3: open guy. I'll tell you that right now. Because there was. A a yeah, I was going to say, wait, where were
1: the open guys? Um... Okay, what else do we have? Here?
3: Uh, the Bills won yesterday, 31-17 over the Steelers. Uh, and LeBron and Anthony Davis combined for 52 points. Their Lakers snapped the Thunders' four-game win streak, 112-105 in L.A. And now right back to you guys.
1: Fogish, thank you so much. Got a lot more to do, including Bill Belichick goes on his first interview outside of New England, of course. Who was it with? And is this a realistic destination? We'll get to all the details in a moment. Maggie and Perloff.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
1: CBS Sports Radio. Okay. I think if there's some kind of, like, internal fine for the show, Perloff needs to be fined, like a conduct detrimental to the show. Okay, because he just said it in the break. What did you just say to me two seconds before we turn the mic? That back you're on? De-
2: more down on Josh Allen than the rest no, 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 of us.
1: No, 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 The other thing you said just now.
2: Oh, I I owe you apology. No,
1: no, no. The other thing we talked about a lot in the break. You just said he turns to me and he goes. So you really don't think Josh Allen's ever going to get hurt? How do you say that to Wait, a person? No, no, when no. Their because they, they just moved on to the divisional round. That's like putting a jinx on someone else's team
2: because I've watched enough football to say problem. mobile quarterbacks all oh, suffer the same fate you... in the history of the NFL. That that wasn't that was a style question. You don't think it's a problem that the Bills rely on Josh Allen's legs so much?
1: That should be you should not be able to say that to somebody who you consider a friend on the day that their no, team no, no, no. Get out of here. gets to the divisional We're round.
2: We're talking about styles uh, and quarterbacks. I Listen, he does the, get the hurt. bills, the bills, but the the gist of this argument where you were defending Josh Allen the elite conversation is the bills need to protect him and bubble wrap him and have a passing offense and not run him like he's a fullback because that only lasts for so long.
1: Well, welcome back to the show, by the way, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. Yes, we were talking about uh, me defending Josh Allen that he is an elite quarterback, which was a conversation that was yes. happening in sports yes. media, and I did go back and find the clip where Perloff says Josh Allen is not elite, elite.
2: Elite, elite, all-time elite.
1: He didn't say it. And so I was defending Josh Allen. I'll defend him again. And here's the thing. It's this time of year, and so this is the time of year when everything's got to be on the table. And you saw it last night when Allen breaks off a 50-plus-yard touchdown run, which was exciting. Yeah. But there are other times when you are going to be in third and six, you're going to be in third and eight, and... You're going to have the defense maybe drop back a little bit on these third and long situations, and he's going to have to take off. You have to live with that. Like, that's Mm. to try to make him or the team be different this time of year, I think is a fool's errand. And it doesn't, you're not at full strength if you're telling him to just stay in the pocket.
2: Yeah, I just think they run him too much.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, you can have that You know, you don't want to see your
2: quarterback run 17, 18 times a game when he's worth $50 million. Allen is huge, and everyone thinks he's totally like Big Ben, that he can can do it. Maybe he can. But NFL history does show that does not work. Cam Newton was amazing, but eventually people just started to slow him down and hit him illegally.
1: No, you have to slide more if you're Allen, but that's not the conversation I want to have today about Josh Allen. That's a conversation you have in September and October.
4: I'll be honest. Perloff, not guilty.
1: That is guilty, Not guilty. EJ. No.
4: no, because it's in the context of the conversation about a team that is playing in the playoffs. Oh,
1: and, come on. and Josh
4: Allen, the way he plays, I don't think that's an unfair question. But
1: we're talking about the day after they win a game. You can't come to Thank me with he's gonna you, you can't you. run him, he's gonna get Thank hurt. you. Give Jets brain, fans guys. and
2: Eagles fans unite. Let's go.
4: This is Vince McMahon and Stone Cold shaking hands after
2: WrestleMania. We are kind 17. of the, you're kind of the AFC version of the Eagles and we're the NFC version of the Jets. <laughs> Coming
1: up, uh, we will dive more into the Bills game. Can they beat the Chiefs in Buffalo this weekend?
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.